Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. NFL preseason is done and over with, which means we are less than two weeks away from the start of the 2022 NFL regular season. If you want to place a bet on any of the football action, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Any sport, anytime, 365, 24-7. Make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. And Ike, we've got college football ramping up week one, Labor Day weekend. So there is a ton to bet on. BetOnline.ag is your friend when it comes to that. So here's what you need to do. Use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. <laughs> Cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 24, the king of swagging you, Ike Taylor, IT. Preseason's all done. We are on the cusp of the regular season. I'm fired up this morning. How are you doing this morning, my man? Doing good. Had a heck of a weekend. Uh, Florida State won. Nephew Bishop got some PT time in one big. Football is around. The regular season, like you said, is around the corner. And, man, I'm just happy it's football season. It's, it's like America is better when football is <laughs> here. So, yeah, let's get to it. Yes, Ike, shout out to your nephew, Bishop Thomas, on the D-line at Florida State. My beloved Missouri Tigers playing on Thursday night as well to kick off its season as well. So I'm very, very excited for this week. I, we've got a full slate of games of college football, but with the Steelers wrapping up preseason on Sunday, Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, you know where we're starting. And Ike, I know you've been really, really high on Kenny Pickett from what you've seen in the preseason. If it's up to you, we're giving you the keys to the Cadillac this morning, my man. Who are you starting week one for the Steelers? Man, just watching, watching the third the third game, you got to go with Mitch Trubisky. 
And the reason why you want to go with Mitch is, you know, he do have the experience. I'm talking about my personal opinion. Uh, he do have the experience on the NFL. Uh, he didn't do anything to lose that job. Um, between the three, Mason, Mitch, and Kenny, all of them played well, you know. So you really can't say nothing about the three. I think this is probably the most competitive uh, quarterback situation I've ever seen just out of three quarterbacks, and all of them played well, as a matter of fact. But Mitch right now, you know, Mitch just looks he, – he, he looks different. He looks good. You know, and I used to always say sometimes the grass ain't greener, but for Mitch Trubisky, the grass is greener from him just from coming from Chicago, being the backup with the Buffalo Bills, now possibly being the Pittsburgh still a starter for the opening game. So, but I, I go with Mitch. Mitch just showed me everything. And the reason why I'd rather go with Mitch and see what Mitch can do, then plug in the young boy, then plug in the young boy, him go through everything he needs to go through then bring Mitch back. So once you go with the young boy, you just riding out with Mitch. I mean, you just riding out with Kenny. So I'd rather just see what Mitch can do because Mitch haven't shown me um, I shouldn't start him, you know. And Kenny Pickett, my personal opinion, he's right on Mr. Trubisky's heels. It's just because he's calm and he's cool and he's not he, – He's his demeanor isn't acting like a rookie. You know, he's he, he he acts, he moves, he thinks, he plays way more mature than what the rookie says, you know. But I'm I'm gonna rock with Mitch right now. But between the three, Mason, Kenny, and Mitch, it's been a heck of a battle. Could not agree with you more, Ike. I thought you were gonna go with Pickett because I know, and we've talked about this, it's gonna be hard to keep him off the field. He does look comfortable. Right. It's the preseason. Again, I go back to the analogy our guy Damashek makes. It's almost like a war reenactment, but he looked very, very comfortable in the three preseason right. games. And when you go 29 to 36, I don't care if it's preseason. I don't care if that's a scrimmage. Kenny Pickett looked awfully good. Three touchdown passes, no interceptions. Again, he looked very comfortable. Trubisky, 24, 34, 283 yards, two touchdowns. And I think about it from this standpoint. I know D the Detroit Lions aren't expected to be a playoff team but you score 16 points in the first half. And if you convert some of those field goals into touchdowns, the game wasn't even close in the first half when the starters were playing. Like, so I liked what I saw from the Steelers and this offense might be even better than I thought it would be early on in the season. Here's why I would also start Trubisky though. First six games, Bengals, Patriots on the road at prime time against the Browns, Jets, Bills, Buccaneers. Steelers are going to be underdogs at least from the outset of the season, at least four of those games, maybe five. Because even the game against the Browns, the Browns won't have Deshaun Watson, but they are at home. So see where you're at. Start Trubisky after the first four games. And Ike, I'm going to steal the line that you always tell me about how the Steelers evaluate play. See where you're at after the first quarter of the season. See where you're at after four games, starting with Trubisky. Get a four-game sample size. Evaluate from there. Get another two to three to four-game sample size. Evaluate from there. Go by quarters. But especially with the struggles of the offensive line, Ike, and I'll, let me pull up the rushing yard totals. Uh, at least in the first half, 28 rushing yards for the Steelers. I want Trubisky back there because at least if more of the burden is going to fall on the quarterback position, you do that with a veteran quarterback versus with a rookie in Kenny Pickett. 
that is one thing where I'm looking at on the outset of the season is the Steelers have to try to get right to establish the ground game and try to get that going to make things either to make things easier for whoever is under center at quarterback. Yeah, Mark, but I, I think I think just in general, um, we, we can't forget that he did play four years in college. You know, yeah. so yeah. it's the reason why he's playing, why he's playing. Um, he, he's just as mobile as Mitch Trubisky. Well, like I say, it's one A, one B. If I'm looking at it between Mitch and Kenny, um, and we're not talking about Mason. Mason had a heck of a heck of a preseason as well. Um, but that's just how this business is, is is going between Mitch and Kenny. But yeah, the offensive line, um, they're tightened up. I think the offensive line to tighten up. Yeah, it's the it's the. <sighs> Bless you, Ike. <laughs> I think I got. <laughs> We got a double here. I'm keeping tally over here in my studios, Ike. And I'll fill while you collect yourself here for just a second. Rudolph has played well, and I'll put this PSA out there, Ike. If any NFL team wants Mason Rudolph, because I understand he might be the third stringer now, Pickett wins that backup role, which is really what I'm looking at. That's a huge feat for the rookie. If you want Mason Rudolph, make the Steelers a fair offer. And I'm talking not just a fourth or fifth round pick, make a higher draft pick because otherwise Steelers should keep him under roster because I look at it from this standpoint, from injuries, they're paying Trubisky, Pickett, and Rudolph less than what a lot of teams are paying their elite level starters. So I'm not saying Mason Rudolph's going to be your quarterback of the future, but if you would need him to fill for a game or two, he's capable of doing that. I think you've stopped sneezing now, Ike. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yes. But yeah, I'm good. <laughs> allergies allergies are horrible it's that time of year like the fall's rolling yeah. around it's that time of year and i know in orlando as well that's something you'll be dealing with uh again trubisky and the steelers starters playing in the first half 16 points on the board i think it could have been a lot more than that pickett only got three in the action that he saw against the lions on sunday as well I, you, you stole my thought. I think all three quarterbacks have played well, which is encouraging considering you've got to figure out. It's a little bit different trying to fill, figure out who's going to be the quarterback after 18 years of number seven, Ben Roethlisberger as well. Uh, anything else with the quarterbacks you want to discuss? I, Cause I had a few other observations from the game. No, I, it's just, you know, Pittsburgh in a good situation. They have good problems you know, between them three quarterbacks. All three of them play, play well, all three of them competing. And all three of them like each other, and that's that's tough. They all know the situation, and that and that quarterback room is a very respectable room. So that's what I do love. All of them acting like and they playing like professionals, and you couldn't ask for anything else. So you would start Trubisky. Do you think Trubisky is ultimately the guy who will be under center week one? My personal opinion, yes. Okay. Okay, we'll see what happens and. I, I think it's going to be Trubisky. We'll see. And again, I know everyone's really, really excited with Pickett. My question for you, Ike, would then be this. If Trubisky is the week one starter, how soon do you think it could be to where we end up seeing Pickett on the field? Because the date that I have circled on my calendar is, I believe it's the week 10 game against the Saints. I believe that is November the 13th. It is November the 13th, week 10 against the Saints following the bye. That's kind of like the over-under I have set, but how soon do you think Pickett could get on the field as quarterback and actually start a game for the Steelers? The season will determine that. You know, there, there's no timetable. 
I mean, Mitchell Trubisky, if he's the starter and they looking at four and one or, or five and two, why would I why would I want to mess that up? You know, so I'm I'm just and this is just my personal opinion. I'm just saying that, you know, it's that Jimmy Garoppolo Trey Trey Lance situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so either 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 Mitchell Trubisky's gonna ride it out and do very well during the season. Um, I don't think they'll switch quarterbacks, my personal opinion. I don't think they'll switch quarterbacks throughout the season if one quarterback is being successful or have a few games. But, yeah, I think if Kenny Pickett doesn't start this year, <clears throat> next year for sure is already in the books. That's just my personal opinion. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to uh, Garoppolo and Trey Lance that thing if it doesn't happen uh, ASAP, if Kenny doesn't play ASAP. All right, Ike, I think I've got one more question for you about the quarterback battle because this okay. is something I would do. Would you put Pickett ahead of Mason Rudolph on the depth chart for the backup role? Ooh. That's a business decision on Coach T. <laughs> that's, that's, a loaded, that's a loaded question, Mark. Yeah. Because yeah. Mason, Mason, Mason hasn't played <laughs> bad to be – Pittsburgh just got some some good problems with that quarterback room. Because yeah. Mason Mason has been Mason been balling. Kenny been balling. It's just Kenny Kenny a rookie man, and you got to throw that rookie. I think right now we got to just throw the rookie out the window. People forget that four years we haven't seen really a four year starter in, in, in college coming to the NFL lately. You know everybody's been because everybody's been transferred, so they've been two maybe three. You know this 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 man is a seasoned rookie, so that's why he's playing the way he's playing. A seasoned rookie, I like that oxymoron, Ike. And it's such a political answer, considering you're now a scout for the Steelers. We'll get there in just a second. A few other observations from the game: Steelers did get lucky. I know that they had some injuries, but then coming out of halftime, uh, the CBS sideline reporter Evan Washburn said he talked to coach Tomlin saying that if it were a regular season game, Deontay Johnson and TJ Watt would be back on the field. I was a little bit surprised all of the starters played for as long as they did, but we were right about two things. Ike number one, the offensive line still needs all the help it can get and those guys to gel and the continuity and all of that. And then how about Devin Bush back to back weeks? Now he's made a play tag teaming with miles Jack. The two inside linebackers forcing the Lions to fall short on a fourth down conversion. And this is something where I'm like, would you play these two guys in the final week of the season? And you go, heck yeah, because they need to learn how to work together on the interior of that Steelers defense. I mean, Coach T just said it best in his press in his press uh conference post game. He was like, and they asked him, you know, why you played your starter for long for so long? He was like, How the hell a boxer gonna box if he don't spar? So, you know, that's for for us. You yeah. get immune. You get immune. The camaraderie. Um, I mean, he he just went. He just went that way, and that was a perfect. That was a perfect answer. You know, and that's 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 what it is you know, with football. And when he said that, the light switch just went on for me. Like, dang, you got to spar to become a good boxer. There's no way you just gonna go on the main event that night and do pad work and heavy bag work and say, man, I'm about to win this fight. You have to spar. You have to build up your body. You got to build up your conditioning. You got to build up the hits. You got to build up your chin. You got to build up 
everything you need to build up to take to absorb those hits. So when it do come to that main event, your body already used to it. Same way with the football. Football, man, you just gotta you gotta build that banging. You gotta build your cardio. Um, you can be as good as good of a shape as you want to be, but there's nothing that's gonna put you in football shape other than playing football. That's why he left Najee and them starters in for so long. You know, they gotta they gotta build up to it. That's why they played a whole half, a first half. So yeah, of course, T just be hitting it on the head every time somebody asks him a question. He always got a uh, a punchline and a comeback for it. <laughs> I, I still think that the running game needs work. Uh, the play that Watt appeared to get hurt on was a little bit similar to the play uh, Kayvon Thibodeau with the Giants got hurt. I was always taught the cut block, and there's techniques to be able to shed cut blocks. It's a legal play. You've got to read your keys, though, and I'm certainly happy Watt's not hurt, but that appeared to be kind of how Watt got hurt. Uh, do you have any experience with that? And I would love to get your perspective on that just as a former player. Well, doing the se- – oh, I used to hate when receivers tried to – used to hate when they tried to cut me. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Dennis Northcutt used to try to cut when he used to try to block. So – and he played for the Cleveland Browns. So what I what I what I did on run plays when I knew guys tried to cut, I would run fast and I and I cut and I cut low with them. So I already put that on tape. So if you if you if you try to cut Ike, just understand he's coming down with you as well. So I would rather miss a whole play. I rather for my coach. I rather for my coach to get mad at me trying to cut and protect myself than you cutting my legs up under. So it's just a few things you got to put on tape. You know, and that's that's what I knew. All the receivers I knew who, who liked the cut cut block, I just used to hit low with them. So when I saw them get low, I ran, I accelerated to them, and I got low with them too. So and usually I used, I used to usually I spin them around because I was coming in so fast. So they just stopped cut blocking me. They was like, man, we just gonna try to block the dude because as we're getting low, he's getting low too, and he's coming in too fast. Yeah, it's like a car crash too. It's just like and no one want, and afterwards it's like, oh man, a little woozy afterwards. I love it. <laughs> um Chris Boswell still reliable. We'd go four or five on Sunday. And the one that got blocked that didn't think was his fault at all, proving why he deserves to be one of the league's highest paid kickers. So he's reliable as ever. And then like I, I, this to me was the icing on the cake guy on Sunday coach T had a successful challenge. And it was like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, bring on the regular season. We're ready, baby. You know, Bozzy, Bozzy just got paid. Glad Bozzy got paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Chris, Chris Tucker, that's the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, uh, Justin Tucker, Justin I'm, Tucker. I'm sorry, Justin Tucker. I'm thinking about a whole movie. Uh, him and Justin Tucker, you know them two boys. They one of the best in the business when it come down to, to kicking. So Bozzy got a lot of work, man. Bozzy put a lot of points on the board. If y'all playing, if y'all playing fantasy, if y'all want to go bet, make sure y'all bet on Bozzy when it comes down to the regular season at BetOnline.ag. All right, Ike, it's time to the portion of the show. The Steelers have hired you as a scout. I saw you made the announcement on the Pat McAfee show. I want to congratulate you to here on the Believe in Steelers show about this. I, I just want to give you the floor. Listen, this is something I know you've worked very, very hard for, and this has been a dream of yours, but I wanted to congratulate you on getting hired as a scout. I appreciate you, Mark. You you, you hit it. You said it best. It's been a dream job. 
of mine. I always wanted to be in the front office. Um, and this, and Omar Khan, he has in the Pittsburgh Steelers and Coach T and the Rooney family. You know, they just giving me this opportunity to to put my foot in the door. And I think I think and they think as well. Um, I have some kind of talent for it. So I had to do a presentation um, of a few guys and what I had to do. I had to go positive, negative, and have a summary. Then they have their own grading system, and I did the grading system as well. And I, I presented it to them, and I, they said I blew them out the water with it. So it was like, you know what, we can't we can't let him leave without, you know, offering this dude some kind of job. Like, obviously, he got an eye for it. He just has to button up, so he got to do some field work. So he got to go under, so, you know, some of the head guys of director of scouting, he has to shadow them. He has to understand what it is when you go on these campuses and what he needs to do, which won't be an issue once they show me, once I get some experience in that. But as far as, like, using the eyes and writing down summaries, um, I just got to button up on some of my summaries on describing or whatever. That just come with time. But, yeah, it's a dream job of mine. But, Mark, you know, when it uh, a lot of this stuff can help, you know, just – being on this show and we have our own draft show we're just writing down like we be hitting it on the head a few times for the past couple of years on a lot of teams and we're just not doing the Pittsburgh Steelers we're doing all 32 teams when it comes to the draft so okay now you just give me a position a few guys to look at man I'm about to run with it you know so it's that that just helped me but I always you know since I was an active player as well Pittsburgh let me you know, get a feel for it. Um, I don't know if they thought I was serious, but I was very serious about this. And once I went to training camp, they saw how serious I was. But huge shout out to Omar Khan and the Rooney family, Coach T, for giving me the opportunity to uh, to walk in and have a dream job of mine like that. How did this start? Before we get into your, like, responsibilities and duties, Ike, how did you learn that this could be a possibility that, you might even have this opportunity. How did the conversation even start? Just by uh, scanning. Like I said, I'm a college kid. I love college football. So just by scanning the land, what I mean by that is just by going to Kevin Colbert at the time or or talking to the scouts and, and, and being like, hey, you see so-and-so at this college, mm-hmm. he can play with us. Hey, you see so-and-so. Like every every Saturday when I talk to you know, Kev or one of the scouts in it. On Saturday, I watched football. Sunday, I was reporting in like, hey, man, you seen so-and-so? Or, hey, they got a sleeper, you know, down at Rutgers. Or, and, they, and, they, and they'll listen. Then when it gets to the combine and these uh, young these young guys, they declare that they're coming out, they was like, oh, snap. I can line about so-and-so. And this just kept happening years over years. Then I sit in some of the drive meetings and I just fall back. I, I put my two cents in or whatever. But really, I was just kind of grooming myself. And then I got real, real serious into it. Like, man, this is like, this is what I want to do. And I was like, well, you know, I money. I said, man, I ain't worried about the money. Like, this is this is something when you when you really care about something, you ain't worrying about the money. You know, you're going to do it. You're going to do it because you're passionate. And this is what you love to do. And this is exactly what I love to do. So honestly, my son, my son is probably better than me at laying the land of of scouting and 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 saying what he think a kid might go and what around and everything. But but yeah, honestly, I just think it's a gift 
you know, and, and being on this show has, has groomed me a lot on my presentation and, and just, you know, what you see, you write, what you write, you say, and if you believe in what you write and what you see, present it and your presentation is just going to be full of confidence. And that's exactly what I did. The one I always go back to, Ike, and this is when we were first starting to do the show before the Buccaneers went on and won the Super Bowl. Antoine Winfield Jr. And and look, you could go back and listen to this. I remember asking you, I said, Ike, who is the guy in this draft that just excites you? No one's talking about you. Oh, Antoine Winfield Jr. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's because you played against his dad when you played in the NFL. And I know it's his son. He's going to be good. And then later on in that season, as a rookie, as a second round draft pick in the playoffs, he's making interceptions and making plays all over the field. And helps the Buccaneers go on and win the Super Bowl title. And that's the one I always think about. I know no one bats a thousand, but I go back when I think about your player evaluation. That's one where every single time I'm like, I hit the nail on the head for a guy who's a second round draft pick. And he called it, what, almost a full year before it happened. This was before the Buccaneers had even drafted Antoine Winfield Jr. Yeah, just just looking at his tape from Minnesota, watch his tape from Minnesota, I said, ooh. Who this kid is? Then I saw Antoine Winfield Jr. I said, "Damn, I played with his dad. His dad played in Minnesota. His dad was like one of my favorites. So if he got any DNA in in him like that, he gonna be all the way good." Then he wound up going to the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, once he went to the Bucks, good old Tom came through. And once Tom came through, it was a wrap. But yeah, I just, I just, I just thought he had it in him. You know, I thought, I thought they would, they would say something about his height. They would say something about his forty. So that was the only reason why he dropped down to the second round. But when you press play and you put in that tape, and, then, and it shows that he's a heck of a football player, and he'll come down here to, and knock your block off, and he and his IQ was super high. I said, man, somebody about to get a steal. This 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 gonna be a steal. And Tampa Bay definitely got a steal. But he was my underdog for sure. He was my he was one of the guys I was I was looking at uh, that wasn't gonna go high in the first round because they'll probably say something about his height and his speed. But if he was a couple of inches tall, a little faster, he would have been a top 10 pin. Easy. They did. They just knocked him on his height and his speed, but that doesn't matter in the NFL, man. It's all about the heart. He plays with big heart, got big attitude when it comes down to, you know, laying the law on the field and being a personality on that back end. So, I, my last question for you with your scouting roles. Again, I know this has always been a dream of yours. What are you hoping to accomplish in this new role with the Steelers? Uh, bring, bring in, bring in guys who will help the Pittsburgh Steelers win Super Bowls. Plural. I want to. I, I want to. When it comes down to evaluation. And I want to, I want Coach T, I want Omar, I want the scouts to be like, we trust Ike on this pick. When it comes down to me presenting and Coach T or Omar like, Ike, who you think we should get? No, no hezzy, as as my son would say, not hesitation. Mm-hmm. No hezzy, dad, no hezzy, no hesitation. This is what we should get and why. My why is going to be so strong. They're going to be like, okay. But I, I, my whole goal is to bring, one, be the best scout in the world. One, that's that's one. One, be like, I want my name buzzing 
Like this young man coming in and he kicking ass. Like this, this I'm telling you. So one, two, I want to, I want to get as many players um, as I can to build a dynasty for the Pittsburgh Steelers to win more Super Bowls. So I want two. I want, I want at least three as a scout. That's just my personal opinion. That's my goal. And move up in the rankings. Like I, I just don't want to be a scout. I want to be a GM as well. Like I'm not in this <laughs> just to stay there, you know. So I got a, I got a plan. In, I got a plan in my mind. I don't care how long it take. But yeah, that's that's where I'm going with it. Are they going to send you out into the field to different combines, pro days, college games? All that. How much? Okay. We doing, we doing, we doing all that, Mark. We doing all that, Omar. Omar giving me the platform. So, well, Omar said, got to send me the schedule. He's going to let me know exactly what he wants me to do. But I'm in the game, baby. Ike on the road. And as always, we'll put your social media information in the show notes, Ike, so people can follow that journey. Is is that it, it's such an awesome opportunity. And when I saw that that became official, I was at work. I was at the office in the newsroom, Mike, and all of a sudden on my Twitter feed, it just starts blowing up. And I'm just like, what the heck's going on? And I knew uh, we had talked a little bit about the air that this was going to be official. But when I saw it become official and we know that how many people watch and listen to PMAC show. Uh, again, congratulations. I'm very, very happy for you, Ike. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Mark. All right. We're going to wrap up the show on a fun note. I am traveling to Pittsburgh at the start of October, Ike. So given that you played for the Steelers for 12 years, week four against the Jets, Steelers are taking on New York, New York, the city so great they named it twice to October the 2nd. Where do I need to go? What do I need to see? Obviously, I'm going to be going to the game, but I want to hear it first from you, Ike Taylor. And then if any of the listeners and viewers have suggestions, please let us know in the comments. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull up on you. I'm going to be there. When you, when you get down, I'll be there. So we're going we're gonna to go. Got to smoke up. One of a kind. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. First downtown to get a one of a kind. You know, cigar, that's that's what we got to do. But and then from now, we're just going to take off. So I'll see you when you get there, and we can just bounce around and take you to all, like, the historic. Um, but what you what you will love is as soon as you come out of that Fort Pitt tunnel, and I don't know what time you're going to get there during the day at night, but it's it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful scenery, especially when you come out at night. So you come out that Fort Pitt tunnel, and that welcomes you to the city of Pittsburgh. And then in the world, like I, I, people in Pittsburgh, I think kind of take that for granted because they're so used to it. But Mark, once you come on that Fort Pitt tunnel and you see that city to the left of you, you're going to see uh, Akershore Field and PNC Baseball Park. To the right, you're going to see downtown and you're going to be coming under the Margaret Haley River. Once you see, once you see all that, hopefully you get to see it at night. You can be like, it's it's a postcard picture. That's 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 exactly it's it's a postcard picture, and um, yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta see that you gotta experience. You gonna hear all the you gonna hear all the Pittsburgh accents, not downtown, downtown. You know, Pittsburgh got their own little language. They got their own little accent. So you gonna hear the Pittsburghese uh, language, which is real cool and fun. But then you just gonna feel like. You gonna feel it in the L once you get out, 
wherever you're getting out and going to your hotel or Airbnb, oh yeah, this is a hard working city. Like it ain't nothing but trucks, trucks and cars. Like people go to work to feed their family. You can just, it's it's in the air, you know? And I, and, and I tell people all the time, Pittsburgh got me the way I am today when it comes down to being low key, you know? Just hanging around billionaires, Mark, and them boys driving trucks like in the city of Pittsburgh, you always blend in. You don't never want to stand out, regardless of what your status is when it comes down to the money. That's 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 why I love the city. That's one thing Pittsburgh taught me, you know. So we're going we're going to enjoy ourselves, man. Coming to Pittsburgh, man, we're going to have a good time, man. A good old Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a city where you still bring lunchbox to work. You know, that's that's the old school mentality in Pittsburgh. You know, them boys, them boys, you know, for their lunch break, they got sandwiches and chips that and and the Coca-Cola that their wife, wife that made for them. You don't have that anymore. So now I get it. And she might make it for a couple of his family, cut me a couple of his employees as well. So that's that's that old, that's that old school. That's what Pittsburgh is. It's just that old school, you know, hard working, um, very prideful city. So yeah, that's where we at with it. I'm looking forward to it, Ike. I'll be driving down or driving up, I should say, from North Carolina on the Saturday. So gonna try to get in like late afternoon, early evening, and then it's like it's gonna be a marathon, not a sprint. So it's like I don't wanna go <laughs> I don't wanna do too much too too much on Saturday night, but I'm looking forward to it, Ike. It's gonna be a great trip. Yeah, gotta pace that thing. You don't yes. pace and that thing gonna pace you for real. <laughs> Awesome. So again, if anyone has suggestions for us too, let us know of places we need to check out too. But again, October 2nd, I've finalized my plans. I'm very, very excited for that. But Ike, unless there's anything else, I think that wraps us up for a full show. There you go. All right. A lot of congrats in order. I want to thank and congratulate you again, Ike Taylor. You're the absolute best. I want to thank the Believe Network, our producers over at Brinks TV led by uh, John Brinkus, Courtney Vargas, Herbert Diaz, and producer Yincy. Today's sponsor of the Believe in Steelers show, betonline.ag. And I want to thank the listeners and the viewers, Ike. We just surpassed 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, so we're still growing. Thank you for taking the time to make us a part of your day. Man, want to copy copy and paste with everything. Mark just said, uh, thanks to betonline.ag, thanks to Brinks TV, Thanks to Believe in Podcast. Thanks to Mark as well. Thanks to all the, you know, viewers and subscribers. Make sure y'all give us that five-star, please. Uh, we love just entertaining and trying to be very insightful as well when it comes down to our show. Just want to appreciate everybody for just rocking with us. Thanks to the 2,000 subscribers, man, for rocking with us on YouTube. That means a lot. And, Mark, let's just keep giving um, our viewers exactly what they need when it comes down to football. And we will do that later this week. We're recording with the CBS announcer. He's been on the show before. We're recording that on Wednesday. Not sure if it's going to be out on Wednesday or Thursday quite yet, but stay tuned for that. Someone who's been in the game for decades. Very excited for that. A guest later on this week here on the Believe in Steelers show. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We'll see you later this week. Until then, take care and so long, everybody. Peace.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.